Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Uh, Droid Life Show, episode 7-2. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Tim, say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here. Uh, so thanks for joining us after uh, basically a week that we've had with Nexus devices. This is, It's not a special edition show. It's just a regular show, just earlier time, which we're kind of testing. But uh, it's kind of a cool show because last week we basically like unboxed all things Nexus and had just initial thoughts, which were completely incomplete. And then now we've had a week, and we kind of have some mostly complete, uh, at least the Nexus 9 and some other stuff, including Droid Turbo. So, uh, yeah, thanks again for joining us. We got all that stuff to talk about. Nexus 9 review Tim just got done with. Droid Turbo review I just got done with. I got all sorts of new thoughts on the Nexus 6. Amazon announced this Echo speaker, Google Now-ish assistant thingy. Yeah. Uh, Zoom Moto 360 happenings today, lots of Google Play cases, and all, there was all sorts of things flying around earlier in the afternoon. It was kind of a crazy day. So, uh, Anyways, let's start with a couple of reviews. So, Tim, you have... So, again, last week we got in all of our Nexus review units. Tim's got the Nexus 9. He basically dedicated his entire life to it over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he slept for, like, four days. And uh, review's out, so... Let's hear it. What are, you, what are your uh, final thoughts on the Nexus 9? Well, jumping straight to my verdict of the device, um, I said it was really good. Um, this is definitely in a two-way tie with the Shield tablet in terms of uh, tablet of the year, I would say, just because, I mean, it, it comes running Lollipop, and Lollipop is it's super legit. It is my favorite Android update since forever. I mean, maybe, maybe when live wallpapers came with... <laughs> Royo, I think it was, 2.2. So 2.1, 2.1. 2.1, so maybe I don't even was know. that Eclair? Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. So that was probably my favorite, but now Lollipop is just, yeah, it's really, it's stunning. It's gorgeous. Um, I love using it. It's, it feels great on the big screen. I feel like Google themselves, you know, have really upped the standard for applications as well for Lollipop and the material design stuff, so they're making their whole suite of apps you know, really feel good on a tablet. You know, for a lot of times it just seemed like phones were getting all the love, but I think with Lollipop, uh, phones and tablets are going to try and get that same type of support. So not just from Google, but from hopefully all developers. Other than that, the display, 9-inch display is it's pretty crystal clear. I really like it. Um, I saw a lot of reports online about performance and stuff. So the way it all worked is Google sent us these units, and they didn't give us much time. Um, we ha had to have our uh, posts up on Monday morning, I believe, at 10 a.m., and they sent out an update, a performance kind of bug fixer update Sunday. So It was like Sunday night, wasn't it? I got mine Sunday early afternoon around oh, okay. 1, like 12, 1 p.m. I saw other people were okay. getting it way later. Yeah. So I think I got kind of lucky in that regard yeah. where my performance stuff, my kind of testing of the device wasn't really hindered by whatever they were experiencing because I had it. So, with that said, the Tegra K1, 64-bit, mind you, is running the Android runtime, so we got 64-bit. Uh, feels fantastic. I love playing games. I mean, really, what are you supposed to do? So, I, I watched a movie, I watched The Hobbit, and I played tons of games, I browsed the web and all that. I mean, and all that seemed just fine. I don't know what else you would really do with this thing. You're not going to go around snapping pictures, you know, no. because the camera is awful. Um, from what, from what, <laughs> yes. from what I did with it, it was so bad. We found out when they did the iFixit did the teardown, 
that the camera is the same one used in the Desire 601. So, and that thing's a piece. So. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. When I saw that, I was like, what is the Desire 601? Yes, and that's like their bottom mid-range uh, phone for overseas. So HTC just had like a garage full of these old sensors and just threw it in, I think. You yeah, know? I'm looking it up now. Oh, yes. Yeah, so while the iPad 2, Air 2, is like taking better pictures than most standard Android smartphones with 13 megapixel plus, you know, sensors, this thing struggles <laughs> to take a photograph. When you like tap to uh, focus, it, you can just see it's struggling to even kind of <laughs> grasp the concept of focus. And oh, we're going to, like, take a picture now. And the, the, the end result for the pictures wasn't that awful. It's just the experience <laughs> really sucked. So This is with, awesome. You're right. Yeah. So with all that <laughs> combined, the, the tablet is great. Just don't go shooting pictures with it, and you'll be fine. The performance was great. Display is awesome. Battery life was really good. From what, You know, I had it for a short time, but still, I've been using it still every day. And it seems great. You know, I, I just leave it on my coffee table. I play things on it, and it's fantastic. So, uh, but, you know, again, with that two-way tie with the Shield tablet, you know, if you don't mind a little bit smaller of a display, the Shield tablet has an 8-inch display, but it comes with the grid beta. You know, you get a lot of those Tegra-exclusive games, and I talked to the dudes over at NVIDIA, and even though this thing has a Tegra K1 and technically a more powerful processor than the Shield tablet, it doesn't look like this thing is getting grid beta support or anything like that. Google's not going to allow that. So for now, you're just left with a plain vanilla Android tablet, which, of course, isn't saying much because Android doesn't have a lot of cool features, you know, like Samsung tablets have, so they kind of take advantage of that larger display. But, you know, if you want the vanilla Android experience and Lollipop is totally awesome, then, you know, give it a try. And for the price of uh, $199, <laughs> if you can score through HTC's hot deals, it was a steal, but usually it's priced at three ninety nine for sixteen so, gig, which is not enough storage for a tablet. It's not. So this one came with thirty two gig, but the system takes up about seven to eight gigs. So you're left with about twenty five gigs, which of course, and no micro SD card. Right. So I said that was one of my negatives. I mean, it's made for media consumption, and by the time you put plenty of you know movies on there and some big game games now are you know one and one and a half gigs. Mm-hmm. So you're you're done. So yeah, if you have a 16 gig version, it's taken up five to six screwed. by the system. You download two movies in a game, you got a gig left. Yeah, that's not good enough. Yeah, it's not good enough. And we we ran the poll. People like to put their entire music library on these smart devices. Um, yeah, even though there are cloud options you could be utilizing, but that's right. okay. That's just art. Right. But uh, yeah. Yeah, that is what it is. The next design, I know you've had it for a couple of days. What do you think so far? I uh, yeah, so I I got the our box of review units last week. Unboxed the Nexus Nine, then just like shipped it to you basically, and so I hadn't had it until I ordered a white one. So this is what the white one looks like. Nice looking tablet. Um, I really like it. I like the uh, the four by three. Um, sort of aspect ratio just is a different you just can kind of see more content maybe if that makes sense because uh, it's a little more squarish uh, I like the device I for some reason for me and maybe a, I don't know it needs an update or something I don't feel like the performance is that great I feel like sometimes when I tap on an app nothing happens and like I have to like 
like the the whole like app switcher multitasking seems a little slower than it's definitely slower to me on the Nexus Nine than it is on the Nexus Six, but I don't I don't know why that is. Maybe I need to factory reset it or something. Otherwise, like the display looks nice. Lollipop is just like you said. It's like the greatest update to Android it, we could have ever seen. It's just like it's it's like you're you you could play with it. I think I mentioned this last week. You can like play with Lollipop. Like there's just transitions and ripples and and like new buttons and like all these different things happening when you just open an app. It's just like it's the coolest thing ever. Uh, but I like the Nexus Nine. It's probably one of the nicer tablets I've used in a while. Uh, like you said, the Shield tablet is also awesome. I kind of like the feel of this one more. Something about the Shield tablet that feels too metallic and sharp or something that I don't really it's like little, about it. Yeah, it's a little too industrial sometimes, I feel like. No. And this just feels like a Nexus 5, but that's been blown up in Square. And I love the feel of the Nexus 5. So I like it so far, and I've been trying. I'm not a huge tablet user. I think we've established that. But I've been trying to use this as much as I can and like in three days of having it, I can't even kill the battery. Like, it just keeps lasting and lasting. And, uh, yeah, I'm actually enjoying it. So I find myself, like, dragging it around my house and using it. So I, I just saw a comment in the chat saying, wait, wasn't DL saying tablets are meh and useless a few episodes back? <laughs> yes. I just, want to, I, just, yeah, I, I just want to clarify that this, you know, the, we're just saying that the tablet is good, not necessarily that Android tablets are must-have okay, that's that, true, yeah. by any means. I mean, really, I, why would I watch the movie on this when I could watch it on my TV? You know, I get it. Like, if I'm traveling, this is great. Pokemon's being so big, I've been using the Note 4. I would just watch a movie on that thing anyway. So I feel like tablets are just sort of they're dying out. I don't really see a point for them anymore. Unless you got an iPad that actually has apps built for it. Sorry to say. <laughs> Such a dirty little cheap shot there. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't think you and I are now saying that Android tablets are the greatest thing on earth. We're just saying this is a really good tablet. Yeah. Yeah, if this you is, wanted basically to buy this one, and the we, shield tablet, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you wanted to buy one, please go for it. That's what we're saying. It's not yeah. a bad option. Yeah, we're saying if you love tablets, the Nexus 9 is definitely a good tablet, and you will be satisfied. Just don't repair it. So there was, yeah, the teardown you were talking about, yeah. and the, and iFixit basically said, like, don't even attempt to repair this thing. It's just not right. going to happen. It's all glue yeah. and plastic and things tearing apart. And, yeah, and weird wires and stuff and yeah, bad adhesive. Yeah, 3 out of 10 for a iFixit score, which is... Pretty low. I mean, they, they tear down everything, and 3 out of 10 is not very good. So Yeah, that's pretty damn low. So so final thoughts on Nexus 9 are you would recommend it as an Android tablet, basically. It's a good yeah, tablet. definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think just in the in the few days I've had with it, too, probably one of my favorite tablets. And I think, I just, like I said, I like the aspect ratio so much more than like the Nexus 7. Nexus 7, you felt like, and the Nexus 10, because it's that landscape style, when you're holding it upright things don't really seem right because it's like a phone but too big. And then if you go landscape, then you have to look at everything in like wide format or it feels weird. This one kind of seems like a good mix between the two. Like you could use it either landscape or portrait and it just everything just seems to fit nicely or something. I don't really know how to explain that. but The Nexus 7 just feels like a big phone and that's sometimes mm -hmm. why I didn't like using it. You know, I mean... When you go pick up the Nexus 7 again, you know, it really just does feel like a big phone. Like, this is where we're heading with phones. <laughs> but um, this still feels like a tablet, you know, what it's supposed to feel like. 
Right. I guess if that means anything. So. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel too. Uh, and you you also mentioned that I failed HTC deal. So <laughs> earlier this week, HTC ran a what are they calling it? Are they calling it hot deals? What are they calling HT, it? HTC hot deals. HTC hot deals. Yeah. So they uh they were basically the day after this is this was a speaking of dirty moves. The Nexus <laughs> Nine went on sale on Monday. And on Tuesday, HTC ran a hot deal for half price. Now, they only had a couple hundred units available or something like that. But basically, they said, like, yeah, if you were one of our early adopters and you jumped on board on Monday and bought our new tablet, piss off because we're going to now sell it for half price. And, and again, they only had a couple hundred. And anyways, their, their website just completely crashed. I mean, I think you and I were on there the minute... It went live because we knew it was. Coming. We knew it was coming. It was ridiculous, and still couldn't get one. And we still, the website was broken before I think we <laughs> even got there, because uh, we were gonna probably order a couple if we could and try to give them away and things like that, and it failed. And we had a few people say they got them here and there, but most people, it was a disaster. So uh, then they offered, I think, like a coupon for accessories or something. I don't know if you've looked at their accessory list in a while, but it, there's not much in there you would probably want. Uh, and so, yeah, they're, anyways, they're going to do those every Tuesday or something like that. Uh, anyways, the, the Nexus 9 back to full price, $399 or $479. So. Naturally. Well, I think the main problem is that even the, they said that the tablet was going to be $199 for a very limited time. But then even after that sale was over, there was going to be a $50 markdown for everyone else who wanted to order one throughout the day, and that failed too. And oh, so, I forgot about that. Wow. Yeah, and so everyone who was expecting to at least get $50 off still got screwed. So I, it, it was a really poorly executed promo. I mean, you have a million-plus followers on Twitter. You tweet out this deal. How many, I mean, how, you expect people not to be frustrated when they have, I mean, the site dies. Yeah, <laughs> so, but you could have, yeah, they have a million, 1.2, yeah, we looked today, 1.2 million followers. They tweet a link. They could get, 50,000 people there instantly, and yeah, their site was... And they had a couple of hundred, couple hundred available. Yeah, a it couple hundred. Seems, it was worse than like a Nike launch. We, we say that about everything, but it was really worse than a Nike it was, launch. It was pretty bad, yeah. And I, yeah, I forgot about the $50 off thing, so I, did, I didn't realize that that was just, that kept crashing and failing too. So yeah, not a good, not a good uh, opening hot deal from HTC. Definitely not. I mean, the Jason McKenzie, their president of HTC America, was like, well, you know what? We're fixing the problem, so the next hot deal will go off without a hitch. And I'm sure it won't. It won't. Yeah, they can say all that canned response stuff all they want. That's fine. So yeah. they have to, they got to save some face. Yeah, they do. Whatever fans they have left, you know? <laughs> good times. Poor HTC. They're, right, trying. So Nexus, They're trying. Nexus 9, really good tablet. If you're in the market for a new tablet from Google, a Nexus tablet, feel free. It's a good tablet. Yeah. All right, so Droid Turbo. So dropped our, our Droid Turbo review today. Uh, basic thoughts are really, really good phone. Um, I liked just about everything about it outside of the camera, but no surprise there, right? This is Motorola we're talking about. 21 megapixel sensor in there, assuming it's probably similar to the sensor used in like the Sony Xperia Z3 and stuff. Uh, it just it, there's this really nasty um, stutter, and when you're snapping a picture, that just makes for terrible pictures. It's just not a good camera experience. Other than that, the display is really nice. Quad HD display, a 5.2 inches, really nice build quality. I had the ballistic nylon one. 
took a macro shot of the back so you could see all the interweaving and stitching. It's really cool. Uh, battery lasts a long time. Uh, not two full days worth, but I got a good day and a half out of it, which is more than you know you can say for most phones. Performance is awesome because it's mostly stock Android. Uh, it has Moto Voice and Moto Display and Moto Actions and all that stuff like the Moto X. It's a really, really sweet phone, and it has amazing battery life. I, there, I don't really have any negative things to say other than the camera pretty much sucks. That's it. That's it. And you can only buy it on Verizon, which is kind of unfortunate. That means no one else. Well, there's a Moto Max now, which is headed to Brazil and Mexico and other Latin American countries. We don't know if it's ever coming to like AT&T or anything. If it will, it'll probably be like six months down the road as an exclusive once the Droid exclusive is done or something. I don't know. Can't you just buy a Turbo off contract and stick a Timo SIM in it? Yeah, so I did that um, the last couple of days because I was testing my Verizon SIM in the next six, and I still needed service on the Turbo, so I just threw my Timo SIM in there. And apparently we got plenty of band for LTE in Portland because it just fired up LTE. I was I could place calls. Everything seemed to work just fine. So you could do that as long as but but it only has band four. Um, but I think it supports all of. I would have to look. But I think it supports all of Timo's uh, HSPA bands as well. You could probably use it on Timo. Um, so yeah, I was AT&T on the other hand not so much because it it doesn't have band 17 LTE, but so yeah, you could I guess technically throw it on Timo. I should confirm the uh, GSM bands there, but yeah, not a bad option if you want to use it. So anyways, the but I would if you're gonna buy it, I I would say get the ballistic nylon. I just think it's a much cleaner look. The other two are this metalized, uh, not what is it, metalized glass fiber or something like that, and they look okay, but they have kind of a polish and sheen to them. And like the red one just looks cheesy in my opinion. Like it's it's a bright red and it looks kind of cool when you first look at it. I just don't know that you would want to use a bright red phone for the next couple of years. The ballistic nylon one just looks clean and feels great in the hand. So yeah, Droid Turbo. I mean, if you're on Verizon, it should be one of the phones you consider. Uh, if anything, for that crazy battery life. So yeah, really nice phone. Droid Turbs. Droid Turbo. I think it's the Turbo we've all been wanting, minus you know just a few minor things, like the <laughs> well, capacitive and all that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the capacitive buttons, I I eventually just kind of got used to, and you can still do the swipe up gesture from home to get to Google Now, except it's pretty hit or miss. I mean, it works, but not. Uh, it's not as good as like the Moto X in that in that capacity. Um, yeah, I mean, nice phone. I mean, it's, it's the best Droid phone released in years, probably like three years, probably. Uh, yeah, if you're into the Droid thing, not even if you're into the Droid thing, it's just a really good phone. Like, if you want a really good phone with a crazy big battery inside it and all the top-tier specs on the planet as of right now for smartphones, get it. And it's $199 on contract. It's not even $299. Like, the, you know, the Note 4 is $299 on contract at Verizon. And we don't know what the Nexus 6 is going to be. This thing's uh, $199 or $599, so pretty good deal. So yeah, good. Droid Turbo. Good job, Motorola and Droid and Verizon and whoever. Good job, everybody. Good job, everybody. Uh, yeah, so Nexus 6. Got some new thoughts to share there. So last week, like I said earlier, um, unboxed all the new Nexus devices. God, this thing's big. Look at that. It's so huge. Unboxed them all, but we, I, didn't, I hadn't had a chance to really play with any of them or you hadn't had the Nexus 9 yet. 
Um, but so after a week, I've been kind of juggling between the Nexus 6 and the Turbo, and this is going to sound really weird. We talked a whole lot of trash about giant phones. There's something about this phone I like using. Like, you, you can't use it with one hand. That's obvious. That You can't do anything with it with one hand. It is a two-hand. It's basically a tablet. But there's something about, like, because it has that Moto X design, like it act, you can hold it and it feels really premium. It's got like the metal trim. It's got the good dimple from last year's Moto X. And then of course it runs Lollipop. So I don't know, I've, I've, I've been enjoying the hell out of it for the last few days anyway. It's actually got dual front facing speakers unlike the Moto X and that damn Lollipop we keep talking about. It's got all the new Google Apps, like Calendar and Gmail and Maps and all that stuff. I don't know, dude. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say I have the blue one, but I ordered... I mean, I would have ordered it anyway so that we had one for the site after I have to send back this review unit, but I ordered the white sperm whale version today from Motorola. Can't wait to get that. I don't know that it's going to be my daily phone, I may, I may, like, next week when we do a show, I may be like, the hell with the Nexus 6, it's too big, and I may flip. As of right now, I'm kind of having fun playing with it. I think it's just because, you know, it's got that lollipop, though. I mean, if you put a phone that's more usable, say, for example, the Moto X with yeah. lollipop, this thing would be the ultimate. I mean, sure, the camera still isn't great, and who knows if it'll actually fix battery life, you know, to be really, really usable, but the Moto X feels like a really good phone to me, and I'm really excited for it to get Lollipop. I know. And I want it to come soon. And it's going to... Yeah, you're, you're yeah. right. So when the Moto X gets Lollipop, and we have all those Moto voice and all that stuff with it, I'll probably run back to it, and then I'll get that leather back in my hand and go, mm. yes, this is it. The leather back. I like that. It's like a big gorilla. <laughs> but as of right now, the, the next six... It's just a fun... like. It's more of a toy. Like, it's like a big toy I just get to play with all the time. Obviously, it's a review unit, um, and we're still working on on that whole thing. But it, I don't know. It's fun to play with. The camera, I haven't done a lot of testing, but the few shots I've taken, they looked really good. A um, couple of low-light shots with my son, and, like, the, just, the lighting just looked really nice on there. I don't know if that's just the display making it look good or what, but so far the camera is legit. And again, the, lolly, lollipop. How are the, <laughs> how are the two front-facing speakers? Uh, they're nice. I haven't done, like, uh, I haven't watched, like, a movie or anything, but played a couple games. Sounds fine. Um, I'll do some more of that, testing on that. But, yeah, I mean, it actually has dual front-facing speakers. They're still not going to be, you know, one M8 boom sound quality, I don't think, but uh, Motorola's never had the best speakers. Like I mentioned in my Droid Turbo review today that like the one front-facing speaker on there just kind of crackles a little bit. I haven't heard crackling on these. I'm not saying that. I'm, just, I'm not expecting them to be the best ever. So, Yeah. Uh, oh, somebody before we started the show asked me to test uh, voice and data at the same time on Verizon. It doesn't work. Uh, they're using like single new antennas or something in phones these days. And... Uh, it kills basically voice and simultaneous data and all that, which is crap until it gets VOLTE. But I don't think it can get VOLTE because Verizon has to push like advanced calling 1.0 in order for that to work. So I have this like really bad feeling that if you own a Nexus 6 on Verizon, or I mean, you, you own a Nexus 6 and you use it on Verizon, like, you're never going to have 
simultaneous voice and data, which is pretty crappy. Like that's a step like into three years ago. Like we've had it for a while on Verizon, ever since we got LTE basically. So that's not good. And I don't know how they're gonna ever fix that. So but it works on Verizon, just not voice and not simultaneous voice and data. That's interesting. Hmm. That's really a bummer. Yeah, because Verizon, in order to enable it on their phones, you know, they're pus- pushing that advanced calling 1.0 thing. Like the current Moto X and the Droid Turbo doesn't have it either until they get that an update with that software. So unless Verizon like adds that app or something to Google Play and you could install it on your Nexus 6, I don't think you'll ever have it. You know what I mean? Like that sucks. <laughs> or Google lets the ones they're selling get that as bloatware, I, like, I don't, that's another thing we don't know, is, like, how the whole carrier thing's really going to work with the Nexus 6. Like, they're selling this unlocked version, which no one can buy, because they're selling, like, two of them at a time on Google Play, but <laughs> when they go through carriers, like, are they going to allow carriers to sideload bloatware through Google Play, which is something they can apparently do now, or are they going to be able to install their apps? Like, we don't really know how that's going to work. Like, we know there's one variant for the U.S., but with this new weird carrier bloatware Google Play thing? Like, how? We don't know. And no one will tell us. All we know is November 12th, it's coming to T-Mobile. Everybody else, we have no idea. And and Google keeps kind of backing away from Verizon, too. Like, they announced, uh, uh, they said on Google Play, like, we're going to restock these every Wednesday. And they said, check out uh, T-Mobile, AT&T, Sprint, and U.S. Cellular to learn more. And, like, didn't even mention Verizon anymore. Who knows? It's kind of a mess. But anyways, I'm liking using the phone. It's kind of fun to use a giant phone like this. The you, you know the funny thing is I picked up the Note 4 yesterday and was like, this feels kind of uh, not small, but I was like, this feels kind of manageable now that I've been playing with the Nexus 6. That's ridiculous. But the Note <laughs> 4 was manageable. No one's ever said that. The Note 4 is big, but it doesn't feel bad in hand. So no, they did a good job slimming bezel and all that stuff. They did. Good job, Samsung. Good job. Moto X 2014 is still phone to beat in terms of usability. I would I agree. Think. I would agree. It's odd. Every time I pick it up, I'm always kind of surprised at how nice it feels in hand. Yeah, because you have the black leather one, right? Yeah. I like that so, phone. Yeah, it just looks premium. Feels I good. almost, when I bought like a personal one, because I bought the the brown leather one, I kind of wanted the black leather. There's just something about how sleek and sexy that all black one looks, but... Yeah. So, uh, Nexus, Nexus 6, um, I, I really like it, and I know a lot of you are starting to order it. Um, it's a really cool phone, and the performance is insane. Like I like I mentioned earlier, it's the performance on it's way better than the Nexus 9, at least for now. Obviously, some software fix there could potentially change that, but I don't know, the Snapdragon 805 in there just flies on the Nexus 6 with that quad HD. I can imagine. I just I can't even imagine. It's probably just so fast. It is so fast. Have you ran Quadrant yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, haven't run, I haven't run a benchmark on a phone in about three years. <laughs> I don't know. Like every you know, like manufacturers started gaming the benchmark system because we all were using them and I, I don't know. Like it, phones are just so fast now. Like it's just bragging rights at this point. Like, oh, you got thirty thousand instead of twenty nine. Like I don't know. Like I just don't care. So no, I haven't. I use Quadrant on the Nexus Nine for like 
poop and giggles. Uh-huh. And then what happens? Oh man, like the 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 thing that it runs it to. I'm trying to see if I could pull that same thing up. Oh, I think I saved it to the uh, gallery. One second, let me pull it up because it's totally hysterical. <laughs> the the ones that it still compares it to is like you know Nexus S and phones from a very long time ago. Yes, I found it. Oh, there is a god. All right, where where where? Oh no, that's hand two two. By the way, while Tim's doing this, the Nexus 6 keeps going in and out of stock on Google Play. So if you're listening live right now, feel free to go refresh a couple times if you want a Nexus 6. You might get lucky. You might get lucky. Also of note, when you order a Nexus 6 from Google Play, I think it's telling everyone a ship date of like, is it like the 29th or something like that? It's Or the 22nd? It's somewhere 22nd. really late. That's what it is, 22nd. If you ordered it, like I did from Motorola today, it, was, it gave an estimate of the 19th. So we're like slowly dropping that date down. I hope they ship them so that they actually arrive by the 12th, because that's when T-Mobile is going to sell the thing. And if we all placed the like 10 of us that were able to actually pre-order, if we if we don't get ours on the 12th, that's going to be kind of crappy, because like you could just walk into a T-Mobile store potentially and buy one at the same price. So that's what I don't like about these pre-order systems, especially when they don't give you a date up front. Right. Um, I don't appreciate it. And then someone made the argument, well, as long as you have it ordered, you know, they can always just push the date back on you or something like that. Like, like that's not a big deal. Like, I'm sorry. Like, when I order something or when I purchase something or I set aside 700 somewhat dollars, you know, for people who have to pay tax, I expect to know, you know, when I'm going to have my unit. So, and I, I need my unit ASAP. So I would just right. wait. I mean, really, if you could, like, say, put the phone on whatever, you know, carrier then. Go for yeah, it. and you, you you should be able to, but again, we don't know what this carrier thing is going to be like. Like, is T-Mobile going to do something special to SIM lock it? I don't think so. I don't I, I think really Google's going to let anyone do that. I'm just saying, like, we don't really know. But because there's no transparency. Right, but like, what's to stop me from when it comes out on the 12th at T-Mobile just canceling my Motorola order, walking into a T-Mobile store? Or buying it, I could potentially do that, right? Although they might not have the 64 gig version, so. What a disaster. What a disaster of a launch. So uh, somebody yeah. in the chat. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, feel free. No. no please. Just say some guy in the chat said he talked to Google Play support recently and they said they expect it to ship by the nineteenth. So it looks kidding. like the nineteenth is now the date we're looking at, which is again is a week after Timo. Oh my god, is this your quadrant? This is my quadrant score. This is official. So um, just FYI, Nexus nine on top, HTC one X is right below that. And the Transformer Prime from ASUS, the TF201, the Transformer Prime, is right below the HTC One X. If you can see these numbers... <laughs> Look at that. I can't see the numbers. I can just see how ridiculous the bar looks. <laughs> I mean, the bar is definitely way <laughs> above every other device. And then you have the Nexus 9 way there at the bottom. And uh, I, was, I was trying to tell someone who really knows nothing about smartphones or anything, I was like, Look at this graph. I know it looks meaningless, but... Just imagine, like, this was the top tier a few years ago, and now yeah. look how far we've come. Yeah. It's really quite ridiculous. So uh, I just thought that Quadrant's really funny. It's kind of comical these days because all the uh, 3D imagery that it shows, and it shows the frames per second. I mean, it's always kind of above 60 frames per second. So, right. Which it is better than... Along. Yeah, better than perfect, essentially. Yeah, so. Quadrant probably needs to update so that it does more than 60 frames per second. 
Absolutely. To like really and he, but, and he used to update the benchmarks like from the Nexus nine or the six. Right. Or, like when was the last time Quadrant received an update? It's probably been three. It's probably been since I stopped using it like three years ago. Uh, yeah. Who knows if it's even technically sixty four bit compatible? <laughs> it's probably not. Um. So Nexus six. Outside of my new thoughts, uh, Google Play. It went on pre-sale, pre-order, whatever, last Wednesday for two seconds and sold out. And then Google on was it Monday or Tuesday, they said, every Wednesday we're going to try to restock and make more available as often as we can. But Wednesdays are kind of like our restock day. So Wednesday showed up, and right around 10 a.m. Pacific, it started popping back up on Google Play and sold out instantly again. Uh, and so next, let's see, when is the 12th? The 12th is next Wednesday. So next Wednesday, it launches on T-Mobile. We'll potentially get another restock. Um, then it also showed up today. Well, a source tipped us last night that Motorola was going to start selling it today. And uh, sure enough, they did. And so a bunch of you were able to buy it from Motorola, but they're now sold out as well. So it's just one of those phones that's like impossible to get. Um, Motorola, that went pretty darn good though. I mean, That's it's not it. like you had to be there within, you know, 5 seconds to get one. So Yeah, it sounds seems, it seems like a lot of people actually got their order in through Motorola site. Mhm. Mhm. Which was nice. So that happened, uh but they're sold out again and who knows. They also tweeted like an hour after they sold out like, "Hey, come buy it in limited quantities." It was like already long gone. Uh but so that happens. So next Wednesday we'll see what happens. How many is T-Mobile going to have? What size storage are they going to have? Are they going to be in stores? Going to be an online-only thing? Is Google actually going to start selling it? Now, the weird thing is Google also announced a well, they didn't announce it, but through their Google support pages, uh, they updated Nexus Six availability as like in 13 total countries. Like just yesterday, it was only in the U.S. Now it's like Japan and the U.K., Canada and Australia. Except like no one can buy it anywhere because they haven't either made enough or who knows what's going on. So apparently you're going to be able to buy it in 13 countries, even though there's none in stock anywhere. So Yeah, so every Wednesday. We'll try to remind you guys, but basically Wednesday around 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, head to Google Play and start refreshing and clicking on sizes and all that stuff. Um, oh, also, Motorola had free shipping with theirs. Google does not do free shipping. So if you can buy it from Motorola, if they restock again, and we'll keep you updated on that as well. I want to try to buy it from them. All right. Oh, somebody in the chat also said, according to T-Mobile on Google+, Plus, they're only going to have the blue model with 32 gigs of storage. So that kind of sucks. So if you want the white 64 gig whale like I bought today, you are out of luck. Yeah. So the Nexus 6, I mean, it's like another Nexus launch where you can't get one. And we don't know why Google can't ever... I feel like Google gets a phone ready for launch and then they just launch, they just announce it before it's like ready and they've even made 10 of them. They're just like, okay, we're, we're done. Uh, let's announce this thing. And all their manufacturing partners are probably going, guys, we're, we have like, we've made like 10. And you, you want to just announce this? So, I don't know. Typical. Typical, it sucks. typical. Yeah, it, it sucks, does. but uh, it could be worse, I suppose. Yeah, I guess. Uh, somebody said, just sent me an email that said Google Voice is down, and there's a new icon in the launcher. 
not to pause the show and get after this, but please. Let's see what's going on. I mean, it doesn't look any different to me on the web. By the way, Nexus players are shipping. So if you guys pre-ordered Nexus players, they are shipped. We ordered a couple of those, right? Did you say they're going to show up today, or is that tomorrow? Uh, for what? Sorry, I have like a phone Nexus going player. off right in my ear because my Hangouts is attached to the stupid thing. There it goes. Okay, what did you say? Uh, that was weird. I got that same call. Yeah. <laughs> I seriously <laughs> just got a call right now, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I said Nexus players are shipping for people in. You, yes. you ordered us a couple. Did they ship or are they arriving today? Something like should that. Should should arrive today. I'm expecting the UPS man shortly. Um, I did overnight, so it went out yesterday and is coming in today. Although, ever if you did not do overnight, and you did like three to five. I would expect it uh, either tomorrow or early next week. Yeah, uh, and we've had a review unit of the Nexus player, by the way. Sorry, we haven't like shown anything from it. We've just had Turbo Nexus Nine, Nexus Six. Uh, Note 4, we've got like five devices we're juggling around, so we will get to the Nexus player, but just hang with us on that. Anyways, I don't notice anything with uh, Google Voice, so... Seems fine to me. Yeah, it seems fine to me, too. Uh, Let's see. Okay, so Amazon changed it up a little bit here. Announced this thing kind of out of nowhere today. Like, there's been no leaks of this that I know of. Nothing weird going on. The Echo, the Amazon Echo, it is called. And, uh... Do you want to describe what the Amazon Echo is? No, I'd love to because I'm I'm infatuated with the Echo. <laughs> so the Echo is Amazon's standalone cylinder, basically. You know, it kind of looks like it's supposed to be small or something, but it's actually quite large after you like actually see pictures of it in comparison to something else. So it's hooked up to your Amazon account and essentially Amazon's cloud. And what you can do with it is it's kind of like Google Now or Moto Voice where you can just talk to it and be like, and you set up a catchphrase or whatever, and you can be like, yo, Amazon, what's the weather? Or, yo, Amazon, play rock music, because it has a pretty, I guess, a decently good speaker attached to it. Not attached, but inside of it. So it, pretty much it's a it's an enter- entertainment system that you can interact with, and she's smart. You can wake up in the morning and say, give me my news brief, and it'll say, North Korea is doing this right now, or Europe is, you know, in chaos right now or whatever the news possibly happens to be. The 4chan murderer is in your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get it out now. But, um, so it's priced at $199, although Amazon Prime members who are selected uh, can get it for $99, which yes. just seems ridiculous. I mean, yes. we always get selected because we're so special. Yes. But, uh, I think it looks pretty awesome. I was arguing with Kellen today, or you today. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk to you like a third person like that. But yeah, I was arguing. Yeah, I was argu- arguing with you because I think it's pretty cool, and I think it can do things that Moto Voice can't do. For example, if I put it in my kitchen, every time I'm kind of in the kitchen and moseying around, I'm like, oh man, I'm out of like a bag of chips. Hey Amazon, or hey whatever. Um, add fruit, uh, Fritos Lay's, <laughs> or whatever the chip, uh, to my shopping list. And I think that's pretty cool. You can't really do that with Moto Voice. Sure, you can add a note, and then possibly that note could pop up when you're at the supermarket. If all which goes, is awesome. If all goes perfect to plan, and you have your location turned on all the time, which drains your battery. So. Yeah, but you can't take the Echo with you to the grocery store. 
<laughs> no, but uh, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't have I it. They no, I know. Yeah, they didn't explain how that works. They just they made it seem cool. Like I think it's basically like ad, a shopping list of things on Amazon. You know, so then you could just place an order on Amazon, which is awesome. Except like you and I don't have access to Amazon's uh, grocery service yet, but yeah. maybe maybe someday we will. Yeah. I know. I was just trying to think. Like when I started looking at it more. Because I kind of want one, and I've been trying to talk myself out of it. Even though you, you can't buy it, like you said, you have to sign up for it or something, and hopefully they choose you. But uh, I was, I started thinking, about it, I was like, this just does everything my Moto X does, except it has a big speaker attached. So hopefully the sound quality is awesome, because then it could be worth it. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, all the stuff like I'm looking at this feature list. Like you can ask if will it rain tomorrow. I could do that already. Play music by Bruno Mars. I could do that. Yeah, but who when, would want to? <laughs> right. When is Thanksgiving? I could ask that. What's the weather in LA this weekend? I could ask that. Uh, make hotel reservations. Add that to my to-do list. I could do that. Kind of. Kind of. The, with the oh oh, you mean like just make a note that you should yeah make a hotel. I thought that thing could actually make a hotel reservation for you. Yeah. That would be cool. Play my dinner party playlist. I can think I could do that. do that. Yeah. Uh, look up something in Wikipedia. How many teaspoons are in tables? And I can do that and set an alarm. So you can do that stuff. But yeah, like you said, the shopping list thing, you can't do. Um, but like for now, that that doesn't really matter to me anyway because I can't use Amazon for groceries. Well, say, say. But I guess if I want to buy like another Echo, I could be like add another Echo to my shopping list, and it could do that. Right. What I think it could be geared towards a family. You know, for everyone who might want to be able to use the, the feature, not just someone who has the phone, you know, because you're going to have your phone all the time. So your family, your kids may need an Echo, you know, be like, you know, for whatever purpose. It just seems cool for a family. If, like, a family had an Echo, it could be kind of cool, I think, minus the Amazon thing. Like, if, it, if Google made this, then we're talking business. So... Yeah. Well, I compared it earlier when we were talking it to the Nexus Q because it has like the spinning circle light that's multicolored. Except you said that it's a Nexus Q, but it actually comes with features. It comes with features that probably won't be taken away within the first few months. So that's <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was weird that that Amazon didn't just say like you can buy an Echo. They said you have to sign up to potentially be chosen to maybe even buy one somewhere down the road. Yeah, a few weeks, a couple of couple to few weeks, whatever that means. Yeah, and that's we'll just play. for the invitation to buy one. Right. I'm really, I'm really hoping to get one. Did you sign up really like right away? Because I didn't. I signed up a couple hours late. I signed up when I was writing the post, and that was about a few hours after it was announced. So okay. I'm probably back of the pack. Yeah, you and I are probably at the back of the pack. Yeah, it could be all right. Um, I'm definitely gonna get one and play with it. I want to know that, like, if you say add something to my shopping list and then like my wife comes in and goes add this to my shopping list can you specify like different shopping lists like things like that are kind of important right it would be but i don't think it probably is able to handle two accounts at the same well, time you know what also sucks is um, all my music's in google play music and this probably uses amazon's cloud or something amazon prime music or whatever yeah yeah so that's pretty terrible and that's why i was saying i mean if google made this and it had google integration uh, with Google Wallet account, or you know, or if even Google had like a marketplace like Amazon does. I mean, Amazon has access to all the stuff you would buy. That's why we buy so much on Amazon. So Google, I guess Google could just needs this. to buy they Amazon. Could, Google could revive the queue, 
sell it with a set of speakers and let you do this easily. But no, Amazon had to do it instead. I just, the, uh, yeah, we buy a lot of stuff on Amazon, but I don't use any of their other <laughs> services. Like they announced this week that Prime uh, customers have unlimited photo storage. That's awesome, but I don't use it, so I don't, it doesn't really do anything for me. I don't use their music. I don't watch anything on Prime. I basically use it for the cheap free shipping. <laughs> the free shipping, I should say. So Amazon Echo. Well, we'll try to get one. I, now I just kind of want to play with them. And the fact that they're giving it to me for 50% off, if I get chosen, I guess. If you get chosen, if you're worthy. Yeah. You notice they also, this is also why it's like the uh, Nexus Q. The top spins, and it's the volume adjustment. That's hot. And, and you did that with the Nexus Q. You spun the dial, the whole thing, like, spun as a... So they totally just copied the uh, Nexus Q, and uh, they actually made it, like you said, it actually comes with features. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, it'll probably be a failure, like every other Amazon hardware that's come out lately. I mean, and no offense to Amazon, I, w I will still use them, no matter how much failing, failing hardware they put out, like, I'll use their service because they got great service. But the hardware just kind of sucks, or it's useless, you know, or something like that. This looks pretty cool, though. If it's built well... Yeah, it, and if the speakers are actually... It has, it has like, a tweeter and a sub in it, I think. Yeah, and it, it serves a little purpose, which is nice. Yeah, I wish I could just pair it with Google Play Music or something as a Bluetooth speaker for when I want to listen to music and then use yeah. it as Echo the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. maybe, we can, maybe we can hack the thing a little bit or something. That would be good. Would yeah, be. I just feel like you want products to kind of solve an existing problem, and the so the Amazon Fire Phone definitely solved zero issues. No one really wanted a 3D phone, but this could potentially solve an issue that people, you know, family might need something like that, like a personal assistant that's always listening. And I think yeah. that's kind. Of, I think that could be cool. That is kind of cool. It's futuristic, man. Like it really is. Yeah, just walk in and talk to your talk to your personal assistant speaker thingy. It really needs to be able to connect to your house, though. You know, like, may, like hey, Amazon, like make, Nest. Yeah, like make my temperature thirty-five degrees Celsius. Which they or which they could do because you know Nest created the works with Nest program or whatever it's called. So Amazon could do that, which they should if they're smart. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the guy back on the Google Voice thing for a second. So the guy yes. that said it was down. He just wrote me back and said, yeah, it's, it's back up. But he sent me a screenshot of the uh, voice icon. Is it sweet? Is it flat? It's, it's definitely new. Oh. Exclusive. It's like a green icon, which is kind of neat. A green icon. Here, I'll send it to you. <laughs> this is riveting audio here. <laughs> Wait, can I screen share this? I could probably screen share this or something, right? Yeah, you absolutely could, and then everyone can enjoy. I sent that to you. Yeah, but how do I do that without showing like my? Oh entire... my god, that is so material design. It is. We got it. We got the exclusive. <laughs> now I'm trying to see like I don't think I have that sweet. Oh yeah, I do. There it is. Add a little shortcut. Oh look at that. Boom. Click on that. Everyone What's funny is the. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, cool. Well, that's fun. Uh, all right. So where were we? Oh, Echo. So anyways, it, yeah, it comes out officially for invite people in like a week or something, a couple weeks. 
then who knows what's going to happen after that. It might just be canceled, like the Nexus Q. Uh, Moto 360, big news today. Motorola announced that the steel versions are now available in the dark or light, or I think they're calling that the natural color is the light one, Uh, $299 for the metal version. They also announced the champagne versions, which we saw leak a week ago. Champagne versions, though, not available until closer to the holidays, along with these slimmer, more feminine bands for people that have smaller wrists, apparently. And uh, they also announced that like the Cognac leather band or just the metal bands by themselves, um, actually, they didn't really announce anything. They just showed them again and said, like, these are coming, but you can't buy them today, which is really weird. Uh, but they also announced something kind of cool, uh, some partners. So Tilt, that... Uh, accessory manufacturer, they're going to make a silicone band, potentially as like a sport band or something like that. And uh, they also partnered with Dodo Case, I believe. Yeah, Dodo Case, who makes really nice cases. Um, Some stitched leather bands. So they're partnering with companies who are making bands for their stuff, which is awesome. That's one of the things we talked about with the uh, Apple Watch, is that it was going to be cool that all these other companies were going to make really sweet bands. So we're actually seeing some companies do that for the Moto 360, which is kind of surprising, I'm not going to lie. And then they also announced a new Moto Connect update, which will give you a watch face that you can basically design however you want. Like, you could add an image in the background and change the way some things look, which is cool. And I think that's going to be out today. And then the design face-off winner, that contest they ran on Google+, Plus. They're adding that watch face to the collection finally. And then they also announced Moto Body, which is a fitness-inspired experience kind of app that tracks steps, distance, heart rate, calories, all that stuff. And that's available through the new Moto Connect app. So they announced all sorts of things. Uh, I still don't know why you can't buy bands. I just want a Cognac band. Okay, I want a metal one too, but I really just want that Cognac leather. Yeah, I think they could make... Even more money if they just decide to sell those bands separately, which they did announce technically. We just don't know when. Yeah, it's so weird because when the the Moto 360 was unveiled, uh, I think they even mentioned then that there'd be swappable bands. And then when the device became available and we were at that big press event in Chicago, they showed a bunch and said they're coming later. Here's the prices. And then today they kind of just said like, this is what we're gonna have again. But yeah, all they said was we'll offer. They didn't say when. Uh, I don't know what they're waiting for. Typical moto. Yeah. It's yeah, it's just weird, but whatever. So eventually. But yeah, if you want a metal Moto 360, you can do that. $299. Dark or light metal. Uh, let's see what else happened today. All sorts of stuff happened. So Google Play, on Google Play anyway, Nexus 6 cases were unveiled. We had a couple of those. Uh, I don't have that in front of me, though. There was, what, a clear case with a stand and then kind of like a flip wallet case that could hold credit cards and things. Yeah, so the stand folio case and the naked tough case. Interesting names. I think you mentioned that they're not terribly priced. Well, 35 and 45 which is not great, but not... It's not good, but it's not, it's not, you know, really bad. Yeah. So the naked tough case is uh, pretty ugly. It's a see-through plastic sort of shell-like case with a kickstand. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not a good-looking case. The kickstand just looks really weird. Not good. Uh, the folio, though, 
Folio could come in handy, especially since you're carrying around a mini tablet. Put your credit cards in there. Okay, don't put your credit cards in there, but you can keep stuff in there. I still feel like there's the chance that if I rub a credit card on my phone, it'll like erase. You know, like I'm still living oh, in yeah. movies where everything right. was a magnet. So right. I'm super very careful about. Uh, I'm super very careful, yes, about where I put my wallets and my credit cards and all that stuff. That's probably so, a good idea. You never know. You never Better know. Better safe than sorry. Yep. Oh, let's see what else, though. Oh, the G-Watch R, now available through Google Play. That just kind of came out of nowhere. We, we had heard about it, obviously, at IFA, and then we got a hold of one, did an unboxing, a tour, and all that stuff. And then there was still kind of no real word on it, even though it had been available in Korea for a couple of weeks. And then AT&T announced it, and they started selling it yesterday, um, and no one seemed to care. And then today, Google Play said, here you go, $2.99, buy this thing, we'll ship it tomorrow, today. So that's available. So if you want the fully round Android Wear device. Yeah. I haven't talked about the, the G-Watch in a while, but I, I can't even... This is going to sound terrible. I can't really even bring myself to wear it. It's just not... It's, just it's not ugly. Come on. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, like if you want a black Android Wear watch, buy the black 360. It's just a nicer... It's a, the materials are better. It looks better. No, I don't know. I'll review that. It's, I'll review it at some point. The G Watch R. So we've got we got an update thanks to one of our loyal friends, uh, Brandon, on Twitter. Um, so he got a response from Motorola with the the bands. Yeah. Yeah. It says we'll offer interchangeable stone, black, and cognac leather bands along with light and dark metal bands. More right. info coming soon, of course. So we kind of knew that, except to even say for them to say more info coming soon is helpful, you know, and appreciated. So I can stop refreshing Motorola stores, what you was what you're telling me? Yeah, yeah, they'll just tell you, they'll just tell you when it's ready, like everything else. Well, they should Although, have said that yeah. in the announcement today. They should have said we're still coming soon with these. Why do you give these people credit? <laughs> like why do you know. expect things to go as planned or the way we want them to? I want somebody to get it right for once. I don't see that happening. It never happens. Never. Yeah, tell me the last time the perfect launch happened. It just doesn't. That's true. I mean, even Apple, they had, they always have like antenna gate and stupid gate, all that crap. So, all right, true. Nobody ever gets it right. Yeah. Uh, so big app updates this week. Material design apps from Google, uh, Gmail, and Calendar were both announced Monday. Uh, Gmail is out for everyone. Um, calendar officially is only available for devices running 5.0. Uh, there's like a leaked build floating around out there. That's not from Google Play, so you can install it if you want. I think it works on 4.0.3 plus devices. Uh, but the official update has not hit Google Play yet. So it's going too soon, and you're going to have to update your app if you install that leaked one. So that's there. The new Google Maps 9.0, which is super hot, by the way, is out. You can install that. Uh, it has like Uber integration if you live in an Uber city. You can also book reservations through OpenTable right from within Google Maps, which is awesome. And it just looks really nice. So those are out there. Can I just say that because I'm a mailbox user and I've been testing out Inbox for a while, like the new Gmail app just kind of did nothing for me. I mean, don't get me wrong, it looks pretty, but I, I haven't even really used it, which is kind of sad. Although Mailbox is not compatible with Lollipop, so I can't use it on the Nexus 6. 
So I'm Are using a comp. Yeah, so I'm, and it's not, they don't have a tablet app either, so I can't use it on the Nexus 9 either. Uh, so I'm using a combination now of Gmail and Inbox on my Nexus 6. This is and, why developers and hate Android. Yeah. It, it must be one of the more frustrating platforms to develop for. Sure, I'm sure you make money and stuff. But I mean, God forbid you have to develop for Windows Phone because then you don't even make money. But the fact that you know things change and you have to actually have to make changes for your app to even work on an update is incredible. And then you have to worry about iPads or not iPads, tablets. I mean, um, it, it's great. It must be really frustrating. It makes me happy. I'm not a developer, but I feel bad for developers. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't. It's their job. <laughs> that <laughs> is their app, job, make, I guess. And make if they apps expect to work. get money, yeah, sure. You know, but I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I want to give them credit and all that. So I, I'm tired of always hating on developers because I, I don't hate on developers. I just want them to do a good job. I guess I maybe that's too much to ask. It is. From some, some are great. Some developers are awesome. Some are some get like the the guys at Push Bullet. They're constantly pushing out sweet new apps. Everything's timely. They've already done a material update, which looks fantastic. And they're they're like a small team. You know what I mean? I'm sure I'm sure somebody's gonna buy Push Bullet any day. By the way, I have no inside info on that. I just like they're doing such cool things. Somebody's going to buy them. Yeah, probably, why not? Probably Google. Actually, it'll probably be Google. Because Google's probably working on sharing things better, and Pushbullet would be a great company to pick up. So there you go, Google. Go buy Pushbullet and integrate it into all things Android. That's a billion-dollar idea. It is. Uh, so yeah, all these material design apps are pretty much... Are we pretty much done now? We're, we're Like I said, we're still waiting for Calendar to actually go official on Google Play. But then once that happens, is there anything else that really needs a big update? I want YouTube. I don't have YouTube oh, yet. Did I everyone else about get that. YouTube and I just don't have it yet, or what? No, that one's not out yet. So YouTube is is the one we're still waiting for. That YouTube. Yeah, it would be YouTube. That's okay. the one I'm waiting for. So that'll come. And Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> I, yeah, I just meant like like Google Apps, but Google yeah. Google Apps, of course. Twitter would be nice. Facebook's Facebook, never coming. Facebook will be terrible anyway, but Twitter would be nice if they did it. I'm now looking through my after. Instagram That's would be nice, doing. but they will never do it. Instagram will never. They'll just do. They'll just give us the flat iOS version. Is all Instagram will do. Like it won't look cool like Material Design should. Definitely not. I think Facebook probably has the worst team of developers. Now that's a team of developers I don't mind talking a little bit of crap about because they're just awful. Oh yeah, they feel free. Yeah, they don't even launch the applications they program. I mean, because every time I launch it, something's broken. <laughs> Et cetera, et cetera. And sure, I'm on the beta, but I mean, good lord. I just want some functionality. Like when you were going through the timeline, you couldn't even click on a person or a link that you wanted to look at. And now they have this built in browser. Like, oh man. What's going on over there? I think you could turn that off, though, can't you? Yeah, probably. But uh, I mean, if they're the ones who put it by default, I would expect that's the experience they want me to have, and it's not. Uh, I was going to say pleasurable, but of course it's not. Uh, it's not pleasant. It's not a pleasant experience. No, so, but that's Facebook. Uh, nothing about Facebook is pleasurable or pleasant. So yeah, don't ever expect good things from Facebook. <laughs> ever. And Twitter, they've always gone downhill. They had an awesome update. It was like they the just they hate from, Android. Like, yeah. They hate so, it. And they, they kill all the apps that are awesome for it. And so, yeah, this is a discussion we could probably have another day, but we were talking as a team about this the other day. 
because uh, Ron's been testing Xperia Z3V, and he was asking us uh, if we had any good Twitter apps on Android, you know, because you guys know he's an iOS guy. And uh, none of us had. We all said we've kind of just defaulted back to the basic Twitter app because Twitter keeps shutting down all the good apps. And I know that most of these apps that are getting shut down, like, the guys are open sourcing them, and if you have a token, and there's like some workarounds, but that's just a pain in the ass. Like, I just want to use a good Twitter app. Like Falcon Pro is probably the greatest Twitter app ever, and obviously that got shut down. What was I using? I was using Talon recently. Really good app. It's now gone, basically. I haven't tried Phoenix, but I think people are using that now instead. So there's just there's just no point anymore in in, in diving into a new Twitter app because it'll just go away in like a month. It sucks. Uh, uh, uh. And Twitter hates Android. They, they, we, we still don't even have a tablet app, right? It's still a Samsung exclusive thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm just kind of laughing about that because that was so old ago. I was like, there's no way that that's like, still a thing. And well, apparently it is, it right? Is. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Pretty ridiculous. They did update it. It was a Samsung Galaxy Note exclusive, you know, like the tablet notes, the 10.1s oh, yeah. and 12.2s or whatever. And now apparently it's all Samsung tablets, which is great because everyone has a Samsung tablet. And if you don't, what are you doing? So, <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty. It's pretty ridiculous. It is pretty ridiculous. So, uh, yeah, material design updates are rolling out. Most of the Google ones are there, which is awesome because they all look fantastic. Uh, oh, so we got some lollipop news this week, kind of. Uh, HTC obviously has been talking about the advantage. Uh, their Advantage program, and not, within 90 days of uh, Google basically dropping code that they would have Lollipop updates ready for at least the M8 and M7. And so, like, the day went to AOSP this week. HTC tweeted, start the countdown, or start the clock, so in 90 days from now. So that's uh, basically cool. from November 1st, if you will, just so end of January you should have Lollipop. Well, I mean, sometime within 90 days isn't that bad. I mean, I mean uh, have, haven't they had the preview to, like, maybe get some stuff ready? Maybe well, not. They needed that final code to make those tweaks for Sense 6 or 7 or whatever. I guess. Point five. Right. Anyways, they're guaranteed in 90 days, so that's not too bad. That's not that bad. I just would hope for maybe sooner, but I'm getting it's greedy. I'm getting it's greedy. better than nothing. It's better than Samsung, who just, good luck. <laughs> you just never know, or, or yeah. LG. You just although did LG tell us by the end of the year, or was that like LG Netherlands or something? G, yeah, that was the G three specifically for whatever market they were promoting it for. It was sometime in by Christmas or ears end, something, or something like, like that. that. Okay, so we don't really know there. We never know with LG, Motorola. They told us all these devices are guaranteed to get it. I really do have a feeling that the unlocked Moto X second gen is going to get Lollipop in like a week or something. Like the, minute, no like the minute, minute OTAs are ready um, for any of the Nexus devices, I think the unlocked Moto X is going to get it instantly. It's going to be awesome. Uh, let's see. Oh, and the other thing was Shield Tablet. So NVIDIA announced that the Shield Tablet will get Lollipop this month. So they're going to try to be first, even though I think Motorola is going to battle them for that. Uh, but yeah, Shield Tablet. So yeah, big lollipop news. Yeah, if you own a shield tablet, you're uh, you're gonna be happy pretty soon. So that's good. Yeah, that's good news. Yeah, I like that thing. I like then, the shield. Then you'll tablet. be happy because you'll have lolly on a tablet, and you'll have your Nvidia gaming stuff. That's kind of awesome. 
It is pretty awesome, although it's still a tablet, you know, so I don't get to experience Lolly out and about in the world. I still have to only have it here at the house, which kind of sucks. Yeah, Lolly in the world is nice. I feel like Lollipop might break a few things, too. I just, you know, a big update like that. Oh, it's going to break grid. Like, all their serve grids Don't are break grid. because of Lollipop. That's the only reason I use that thing. <laughs> that would be really bad. <laughs> that would be bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so do you want to talk any apps or anything that you've got from the last week or so? Yeah, sure. I have one app that I wanted to talk about. It is called The Tower. It's not new on Android, but it is cool. Uh, with, with Tower, you only use one finger, and you tap on it. As, so you're trying to build a tower is the premise, and so you want to build a tower as high as you can, essentially getting all the way into space. Although it's not very easy, uh, if you don't land your next little level perfectly, then you know you lose kind of sections of your next levels, and it gets harder and harder to place levels more per or perfectly. So it, it's kind of hard to explain. It's just the very basic gameplay, but it looks cool. It's very smooth. And uh, it's a really cool game. It's free to play. Um, there are ads, but to remove ads, it is $1.99. And the ads were pretty annoying, so, you know, I, I had to do it. And uh, But it's a great game. A lot of fun gameplay. I think my high now is 74 or 78, I want to say. So if you want to challenge me, you know where to find me. Find me on Google Play Games. I'm there. I'm, I'm public. I love a good challenge. I'll dominate. So... The, the Tower. The if Tower. You, yeah, if you think you can handle The Tower, good luck. Let me know. Uh, so I just wanted to mention Reddit News got a big update. I think it was beta initially, and now it's, I think, public for everyone. But it got a material design makeover, and it is fantastic. So if you need a new Reddit app or something or haven't or want to switch or something like that, Reddit News is worth it. They have free and pro version, but uh, awesome-looking app. Also... I've been playing Star Wars Galactic Tower. What's it called? Galactic Defense. It's a tower Galactic defense game because I'm a tower defense kind of junkie. It's not bad. It's uh, it's a solid tower defense game, especially with Star Wars stuff floating around these days. It's a freemium, right? You gotta pay to have fun, essentially. Yeah, but I haven't, and I've played it quite a bit, and uh, haven't had to pay anything yet. You can't like there's power up stuff, and you could buy them and all that crap. But I'm trying to do it without it because I, I refuse. Yeah, I refuse in-app purchases. I don't know if you watch any South Park, but the latest episode is all about freemium games, and it is freaking hysterical. I highly recommend <laughs> to anyone listening. It is so awesome. I saw people talking about that today. I may actually watch it just for that. So. I mean, they nailed it. They nailed what freemium games are. So definitely check it out. It's That's good funny. insight. And it's, it's nice good. to see that stuff being talked about. I'm like, because we talk about that stuff all the time. Every time I talk about an app, I have to write, yeah, it's free, but don't, there are in-app purchases, blah, blah, blah. So it was really an episode, I think, just for me. So thank you, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. <laughs> it was created just for you. I know how much you love in-app purchases. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're great. I think it's total BS. I think all that stuff sucks. I mean, I think sucks. you used to just be able to buy a game and enjoy it. Right. Now you can't even enjoy it unless you're spending money. And then they go, yippee! And uh, it's terrible. So Pretty much. Pretty much it sucks. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a few people in the comment section saying uh, Star Wars Galactic Defense is um, the boobies. 
which is fantastic. So I, I won't play that game because tower defense games bore me, dude. Like, yeah, I don't... Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I like them. It's one of those weird Yeah, you games. love them, so that's uh, fine. I play them. That's like the only games I play really are those because I think I can just kind of like set it and not set it and forget it, but you don't, they're not super intense. You just kind of set up a bunch of things and watch everything blow up. I don't know. I guess that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a solid game. Uh, let's see. Somebody did ask me. Brandon asked how call quality and reception on the Turbo, Moto X, and Nexus Six. You know, I don't really make that many calls. Uh, I didn't. If I notice something being bad, I usually try to point it out. I didn't notice call quality or speaker or sound or any of that stuff bad on the Turbo. It seemed fine. Nexus Six. I've only made a few calls, and it's definitely awkward. Like you feel like you have to get it situated just right because it's so big. You're trying to find like that sweet spot. So I don't really have anything to say on that. Moto X, I never had any problems with call quality on that. Uh, so yeah, they, they should be fine. Yeah. We got a All few right. questions piled up in the Q&A. We could probably just squeeze a couple of those in real quickly. Oh, you want to look at that yeah. real quick? Yeah. All right. Did you see any in particular you wanted to jump on? Uh, look, <laughs> the, fir- the first one, though. Has a company ever made money selling a smartphone <laughs> with soft keys? Samsung and Apple are the only companies making profit in the industry, then I think that's true. Will Google switch back to capacitive one day? <laughs> no. I don't even want to tackle that. That is it's kind of funny though. That Samsung is the only one that makes money with capacitive buttons, but actually Motorola is now, I think, with their uh, Moto G's and stuff, and they have on screen buttons. So on screen forever. How are you liking ambient display versus moto display? Oh, yeah, so I did a quick video on ambient display earlier in the week. So for those not familiar, when you pick up the Nexus 6, the display kind of turns on, sort of like Moto's Moto display. Uh, It's different in a couple of ways. So it basically is a black-and-white version of whatever's going on with your lock screen. So it shows you all of your notifications, um, just like if you were to hit the wake button and look at it in full color. So it's like a black-and-white version, and you can touch and interact with the notifications like you would, and the screen then turns on and stuff like that. Uh, It's cool, although it's not quite as smart as Moto Display. Like Moto Display, if you just kind of wave your hand over it, it'll come on because it has those IR sensors um, in the Moto X anyway. Um, The Moto X also senses when you pull out of a pocket and things like that, and um, ambient display on the Nexus 6 isn't quite that smart. It really only lights up when you have a notification come in, or when you pick it up off a desk or something. So it's cool, it's just not quite as advanced as Moto Display, but um, there are parts I like about it better, but for the most part, it's not quite as advanced, but still cool enough. Excellent. I mean, it looks good, so mm-hmm. that's kind of it's, a plus. It functions a lot smoother and prettier than the Moto X's Moto Display, but it doesn't have all of the functionality, if that makes mm. sense. Uh, let's see. Do you think the Nexus 6 comes as a good replacement for a Nexus 5 and Nexus 7? Well, it is right in between, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this thing is big enough, it's kind of a mini tablet. It really is. It's kind of a mini tablet. You pro- If you have a Nexus 7 and a Nexus 5, you probably could replace them both with one device. I think that's sort of the point, right, of these like oversized note devices, this thing is there kind of an in-betweener that allows you to have a tablet-like experience in a phone. So, yeah, I would say probably. Works for me. Yeah. Got and you can't make a, and well, you can't make a call on the Nexus 7 either. Right. 
So yeah, you'd basically be combining those two into one, which yeah, I'd say you probably do. It looks like a pretty a combination of the two. So, uh, let's. Somebody asked, "Are you allowed to say anything regarding the camera?" Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I have. I just haven't tested the camera much. If if I had tested it enough, I would tell you um, some stuff. Uh, I, I guess like I keep throwing out that T-Mobile is selling the phone on November twelfth, so that's kind of like a date you should circle. <laughs> um, I haven't signed an NDA or anything. Just just circle the November 12th because T-Mobile is going to be selling phone. Anyways, I could talk about the camera. I just I really haven't taken that many pictures, so I don't I don't really have anything to share. It's it seems fast enough. Uh, I took a couple of low light pictures. I think I mentioned that earlier, and they looked fine. Um, I need to take some. I need to really get out and start shooting with it though, and uh, we'll do. have more more to report back. Because that's one of the Google seems to have tried to focus on the camera with this phone. So it's definitely something we want to uh, dive into. Let's see. Uh, I feel like that was about it in terms of awesome yeah. questions that we haven't talked about. Yeah, I think that is about it. Sweet. All right, well then, you got anything else? You want to wrap? No. no, yeah, I think that's it. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, thanks for joining us again. This is uh, episode 7-2. We will, uh, should be back again next week. Um, and, yeah, next Wednesday is the 12th. Big day. Uh, otherwise, it is a big day. Other, otherwise, uh, yeah. So you'll want to tune in next week if we do another show, and we're probably going to continue to do these daily shows. So if you have any thoughts on daytime, sh- I know East Coast it's six o'clock already, seven o'clock already. West Coast is still early enough. If you have any thoughts on that, just let us know. We're just trying to uh, make sure we get these in more regularly, and during the day seems to be easier for us. So that's kind of why we're doing this. Uh, but anyways, any other thoughts, be sure to uh, email us, drop us a line. Uh, for now, though, we're Joy Life. We're out. Peace. See ya.